All right. I'd like to welcome today's guest, Point of Rentals product owner for Syrinx, Dan McKenna. Dan, welcome to the front porch. Morning. Thank you for inviting me. Welcome to the front porch with Brian Beaudry. All right, let's start with the basics. Who are you besides just your name? Uh, where are you from? And what does it mean to be a product owner? Yeah, so I'm Dan McKenna out of the uh, UK office. Uh, new boy there. Started, celebrated my 19th year uh, this week whilst I was over here. So uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and been in the product team for a few years now, two or three years. Uh, and yeah, landed in the, the, the product owner um, position. So... What does a product owner mean? Because it sounds like, you know, I, I imagine if you have bought Syrinx, you feel like, I, I own Syrinx. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, yeah, so obviously the, the product keep, uh, carries on getting developed, uh, you know, with new features, stories, uh, defects, unfortunately. Uh, and so my kind of position, the, the product owner position is to kind of, you know, manage that backlog and... Uh, and, and get the work organized, uh, you know, and in front of the devs uh, so that they can uh, take that on into the sprint uh, and then, you know, keep it uh, keep it moving forward. And, you know, some of the, the, the works, especially, you know, the, the last few months, but, uh, you know, big, the big theme of this week is uh, organizing that work, uh, you know, and, and, and theming, uh, as we're calling it. Um, yeah. So that we're, you know, rather than just giving them a scattergun approach of, is ten different stories that touch ten different bits of the of the software. Let's see yeah. if we can group stuff together. So you know, if we're touching that bit, whatever that bit is, uh, you know, that maybe the three stories together, that maybe for three three different completely different customers or situations, uh, you know, but we're touching that kind of area in coding in one place. So so really, I'm kind of acting in between the, you know. Matt's my product manager, so he, he'll mm -hmm. be sort of coming to us with, you know, this is what we need, and then, you know, then formalizing the plan of what that involves with the devs and then getting that work organized. So uh, that's my, that's that's kind of my role. I kind of, yes, yeah, so sort of, you could say I kind of sit in between the, 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 the sort of sales side of it and, and, and then the, the, the dev side. So yeah, organizing the work in a, in a timely fashion is the, is the, is the end game. Okay, so basically they tell you, like, this is what we need, and you're like, okay, this is how we need to do it. So, kind of, uh, or this is how not, it not, would not, make the it, most sense to not, do not, it. Maybe not so much how we do it because that's the solutions, that's 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 the that's more the development side, but but it's acting well, this is what we need, you know, what does that actually mean? Let's, let's break that down, and you know, how could that work? And then, yeah. and then you know, collect it's a, it's a collaboration, obviously, and then you know, with, with, with the developers, it's then well, that's how we could get that to work uh, mm -hmm. and then it's then well let's organize all that out and let's break that down and into in, into bite-sized chunks so we can we can you know get those get those in because you, you might not be able to do the whole thing in 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 one go uh, for sure you know, if you had a button adding buttons probably fairly <laughs> quite simple but if you had a whole new screen and functionality then that's going to take several several sprints and because we work in three week sprints you know yeah. you're never going to get that done unless you've got loads tons and tons of developers okay all right i think i see what you're talking about i think we have a lot of projects like in marketing that it's like some of these are big big things and you're you're make, breaking it down into bite-sized chunks that yes. people can really 
like be like, okay, if I do this, we'll have something at the end of it and we'll keep moving forward and keep building. Exactly that, yeah. I mean, watching okay. the guys getting the stuff ready for, you know, ARA that's coming up, you know, they know that that's the big, that's the big job. But they know they're not going to get all that done on on one day. So yeah, you know, if we if we if we if we liken the sprints to that, then you know, well, what are we going to do on Monday sprint? You know, what box can we get done today, and then what box on Tuesday? So it's it's, it's the organising of all of that into into these sprints. Yeah, so then the devs can go off and and, and do their bit for the for the three weeks. Awesome. Well, I I appreciate that role existing as someone who like sometimes sees like the big picture and is like. Oh gosh, so much needs to get done. I don't even know where to start. And you guys, you seem to be able to give them a place to start at least. Yeah, I mean it's an ever evolving uh, thing. You know, you get new 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 ideas coming in, new yeah. features. Obviously, you got you know, there's technology changes. There's 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 a whole load of moving parts. So uh, okay. yeah, just constantly trying to keep that prioritized. You know what I'm trying to say. Get the priorities <laughs> yeah. right, uh, and then you know, and 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 keeping that, trying to get some focus. Uh, so these are the buzzwords that, that, that are going around products at the moment. You know, it's, it's focus and, and theming, and like I said before, you know, if we're if we're working on one or two or three things, rather than a hundred different things all at once, you yeah, know, you know, it, stuff's going to get finished. All right. All right, let's go back into your your job history, your present. This is how we classically set these things up to to find out where you came from a little bit. So, what did you want to be when you were a kid? When you first remember kind of having that answer every every time adults ask kids, "Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up?" So, I can remember this from I don't know being knee high. Um, I always wanted to be a police officer. Uh, there's a couple of British uh, TV programs that you probably never heard of the, the, the bill and Juliet Bravo and used to watch them all the time. Uh, obviously back when terrestrial TV, you had to be in at the, in front of the TV at a certain time and all that. But yeah, so yeah. I was religiously there, always w- wanted to do that. And then, you know, as I was growing up, uh, I wanted to, uh, be a, be a, be a traffic, uh, you know, uh, officer and, uh, out on the road. Um, so that, that was what I wanted to do all the, all the way up through uh, all the way up through school, and I kind of even had my uh, college course set around uh, set around something that vocationally would be would, would put me in good stead for for joining the police. Yeah, that's that's a very specific one. I've heard lots of people wanting to grow up to be police officers, but I've never heard wanting to be a traffic. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you picture Were you picturing yourself as like in the intersection, like directing traffic, or? Are, are you pulling people over? Or yeah, what? one of the guys in the it, it was the fast cars, right? And you know, okay. speeding down the down down the, down the, the motorway, uh, uh, chasing the uh, whoever it was you were chasing. Okay, that part does sound fun. All right, I was I was a little worried about <laughs> your uh, not, no, not pigeonholed into yeah, yeah directing the traffic. Uh, yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, I was told that you moved around a lot as a kid, uh, and I also moved around a lot as a kid. People assumed my dad was in the military. He was not, but your dad was in the military, and you are an, an army brat, as they say. So, how was that for you? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, I was an army brat for 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 a number of years. Uh, we did move around quite a bit. I was born in the south of England, uh, and then my mum and dad got divorced when I was two, so we moved back to the northwest of England, where my mum was from. Um, we lived there till I was nine, uh, and then my mum and dad actually got remarried to each other when I was nine. So kind of unusual back in the 80s that I went to my own parents uh yeah. wedding um uh and then yeah t- and 
six weeks after that, I've, having never been out of out of the UK before, uh, suddenly find myself on a plane going to Germany, uh, moving over there and getting used to, you know, army life from being on the you know, civvy street, as we call it, being all of a sudden there in an army school with soldiers parading the ground with uh, <laughs> rifles and uh, and what have you. It, it was different. But, yeah, I, 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 I lived there for four and a half years before we came back to, uh, to the UK. And I always, yeah, probably the, probably the best sort of schooling days of my life. I absolutely loved living in Germany for four and a half years. And it was, I think it's a great advantage just growing up in a, in, in yeah. another country. I mean, okay. So I went to an English speaking school and the town was full of British people. Uh, but yeah, it's, it was still another country. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how a lot of the, the military towns work in, yeah. in a lot of these other uh, countries. But I, I did want to know, did you ever learn German? So I learned enough to get to get <laughs> yeah. by. Uh, you know, it, I, I, I could I could order a, you know a bratwurst and and a, <laughs> and a beer. So the important stuff most people yeah, would exactly. say. Uh, but I went going to an English speaking school, uh, and you know, you, you've been there. You know, German speak English for, as a second language from a very young age. Uh, yeah. And you know, I gen, you know, I sometimes think we're you know we're we're, we're a little bit lazy. So uh, I. I learned enough to get by. Uh, I probably know more now than I did then. Uh, me and my son have been kind of doing doing du- Duolingo. Oh, hey, I do a, I do Duolingo as well. So I've been doing yeah, I've been doing that. I think I'm on a 388 day streak of German. So my son's just behind me on Spanish, but yeah, we're, so I probably know more German now than I, than I, than I did uh, did back then. Nice. Well, maybe maybe uh, my daughter will hang out with with y'all and talk German because she's doing German because our, one of our neighbors is from Germany okay. and I'm, I'm doing French in there since my last name is French. It's like, I should sort of speak a little French. Yeah. Um, so when were you in Germany? Cause I'm terrible at figuring out time frames. <laughs> so I moved there in, uh, 1985 and came back in 1989. Oh, so you're like there at the time of like West Germany and East Germany. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, on the the last school trip that uh, that we went on, we went to Berlin. Uh, so yeah, I did see the wall and you know got got to see Checkpoint Charlie in in action and all that. I was yeah. going to say, it was, so it was still there. It was still there, yeah. and then yeah, I, I moved. I think it was it was five six months after I came back to mm. the UK that the, the 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 wall came down and unification happened so yeah I got there yeah. I got I got there I was there in time to see it it was still the the, the west and the east uh but then yeah came back and just before the wall the wall came down I have been back since I uh, took the family over there a couple of years ago uh, we actually stayed in what would have been uh east east Berlin at the time on yeah. Alexander Platz and um uh, it's had a massive regeneration. It was probably it would look nothing like it, it did back back then, for in, sure. In the early nineties. All right. Well, I, I'm glad that you could leave, and then once you left, they were like, "All right, we can we can get rid of this wall now. We don't need this wall now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, where did you prefer living as a kid, England or Germany? Uh, I mean, the very very different. I did, like I said, I did very much enjoy. Uh, uh, my German time, uh, and then coming back to the UK, that was probably the first time I'd really sort of spent any time. I lived 
lived there for sort of 12 years. That was the kind of longest I'd spent in, in any one single place. Uh, yeah. You know, it's always, I always encounter these people and that, that have grown up with the same set of people all the way through their life and they've got all these reference points and, you know, being an army brat, you just don't have that because you just ended up all over the place. And then we we relocated from Hampshire, which is where we moved to in England. Uh, and then I live up in the northwest of England, just sort of just north of Manchester. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't see anyone now that I, that I, that I sort of went, to, went to school with. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know if that answered your question, but uh, <laughs> in terms of... The actual school years, uh, primary school was good, and then I went to a middle school in Germany. That, that they were excellent schooling years, and then when we came back to the UK, the school we went to was really not a very good standard. So it was just grin and bear it and get yourself through these last two years. Uh, so school wise, it sounds like Germany. Germany, definitely, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, you've you've been with the same company now for nineteen years, as you mentioned. I have eighteen years in my notes, but apparently it's been. Apparently it's now 19. Uh, did you ever do a tour like with us? Have you have you been over in another country for an extended period of time? For 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 with four points of rental with, uh, with higher concept slash point of rental. Yeah, so uh, not when you say for for an extended period of time, never more than you know a, a week. So I say that I went to uh, New Zealand for ten days with, with Mark. Uh, that would be the longest. Uh, okay, that's that's not a tour. That's, that's not a tour. No, it's yeah. a, a trip, a short, a yeah. short trip. So yeah, plenty of short trips, but no, not gone and worked somewhere for six months in another office or anything like that. No. Okay, that that seems that seems good. Uh, what's what's one positive and one negative from like growing up as an army brat? Uh, the positive, definitely seeing new things, different things. Uh, it definitely took me outside of my comfort zone. You know, like I said, just suddenly waking up one morning and 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 you're suddenly surrounded by by all the military and tanks and and it, you know it it, it it was times where the uh, the troubles in 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 Ireland were were bad as well. So you know we had to we had to check under. We had, you know we had a a stick with a mirror on the bottom of it and we had to check underneath the car every time before we got in it and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely makes you think a little bit different and a little bit more conscious. Um, sure. I mean, yeah, I, I think, you know, one of the, I don't know if it, I guess it's a negative to a degree that you've just not got the stability that, that a lot of other people have got, like I say, that have grown up all the way through their life knowing the same people. Yeah, it is one Some of those things. Some people might say that's a positive as well. So, yeah. <laughs> that's true. If if the people you are around you are, are good people that you want to hang out with, yeah, it's one of the things that you know, moving around a lot myself, it's like I do feel a little bit of that envy for some of the people that are like, oh yeah, you know, I know this person from literally like childhood. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I have definitely not make, maintained contact with the people from my childhood. Okay, so, um. You mentioned that you wanted to become a police officer. How close did you get to getting there? And what did you end up doing out of school instead? So, so I went through, all the way through school. I had my college course uh, lined up. Uh, and then it was at the end of my uh, uh, my schooling that uh, we were doing an experiment in science um, with the litmus paper, is that right? With the, the, uh, and teacher just... just flew off the handle with me shouting at me uh why was i messing about why am i not taking it seriously um 
and I, and I was and well, why have you done this why have you put that and I was, cause that's what that's what I saw and uh, uh, off he goes and comes back we did did some uh, some more experiments and lo and behold uh, turns out I'm colorblind I was gonna say I feel like that's what it must have been. It, that's where it was inevitably ending yeah so you know as I said wanted to join the police and you know drive the cars I don't think driving down the road saying I think it's a green car might be blue and, you know, <laughs> is, is, is is feasible so that kind of dashed those hopes kind of overnight uh, yeah. so uh, so have you been colorblind your whole life then or uh, is it I mean, like I, I a guess, thing that develops I guess, I guess so so I'm uh, you know I, I often get people saying well you know well what can you see and how do you work how do, how do you get through the traffic lights well I mean you could learn the traffic lights it's a yeah. sequence but uh I, I, it's kind of shades, you know. Um, I kind of see light, light and dark blue. For it. I can't see, you know, all the all the, all the things in between it, and yeah. you know, and in certain lighting, uh, you know, sort of reds and greens and browns kind of all look very similar. So it's it's really just shades uh, okay. that I struggle with. So I probably did, you know, probably didn't hinder me that much. Uh, yeah. Growing up, so uh, so yeah, so that was as close as as I got to that, um, and kind of. I, I changed my college course and I uh, did a uh, called a BTEC National. I don't know what, what that word kind of relates to, but it, it's they're more practical courses rather okay. than being uh, all based around uh, exams. Uh, I, I did that in business and finance, uh, just not really sure what I was going to do. Yeah. Um, so I went through college, decided I didn't really want to go to university. So uh, at a you know at a, at a part time job, so I just kind of bummed around a little bit doing that uh before finding my first uh my first job and i joined a builder's merchants um in a they called it yts at the time so like an apprenticeship scheme if you like okay um which was very interesting so uh it was a two-year two-year course uh basically kind of worked in each department so you know you'd be up in the the yard driving the forklift putting the bricks on the back of the trucks and stuff and then the next day you're in the sawmill or not not the next day but in in sort of months then you'd be in the sawmill then in the kitchen and bathrooms then you're in the sales office so it's working around all the different departments um ideally you know with a view that when you got to the end of two years you'd 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 be able to sort of say well i really like that department so uh um that's that's where you'd go and then try and try and fit into that department so yeah that was all going along uh really well and uh uh interestingly uh the builders merchants had a tool hire division uh but they although they're, they're although they're the same company they're kind of the the, the higher tool hire operation always used to be like a separate company within a company if you like yeah and that's the way they treated it uh and so in this two-year scheme that i was in that didn't include the tool hire at all. Okay. Um, I was uh, going to say, so how you how do you find out that, that that's what you like? And so when I was on the trade counter, uh, on the corner of it was the, the tool hire bit. And, you know, I got really well with the guys there. Um, the supervisor had a management meeting to go to, and then there was someone else on holiday, if I remember rightly. Uh, and so from the four-man crew that worked that, that operation I think there was only one of them left and so they said would you be able to cover for two days so they taught me the ins and outs of their their, their, their software system they were using uh, or the basics of their software system sorry how to do the hires how to go through the process so they had a crash course on that and then 
so I just you know ran that for two days uh, with the driver, um, and just thought, you know what, I like this. This is this is this is cool. Uh, this is different, um, and that's. So then somebody left a few months later. Uh, so there was a position came up. So I'd kind of got to the end of the two year cycle anyway, uh, and so yeah, I just moved. So. The two year, the two year scheme to go around all the departments, then meant uh, I then went and worked in the one department that wasn't part of the scheme, and uh, yeah. and and those, uh, and so that's how I got into uh, in, into the into the hire industry, and uh, I was there for a number of years, and we, we had a really really good uh, setup there, you know, one of the one of the better ones in 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 that part of England, uh, really busy, really good reputation. Um, worked there for a couple of years until uh, an opportunity came up. Uh, one of our suppliers uh, that was into plant hire rather than tool hire. Um, and, and, and plant hire is is heavy equipment type stuff for for our American audience. So uh, I've been asked this a number of times uh, this week. Uh, so they're quite. They're, there's a you have. You have tool hire companies that do a lot of the small stuff, the kind of stuff that you'd fit in a in a, in a van or a car. Yeah. Uh, probably, you know, uh, and then you have a lot of plant hire companies, which, like I say, will be the machinery, and a lot of those kind of keep them separate. Then you do obviously get plant and tool hire companies uh, yeah. that do do the both, but there's quite uh, there's quite a lot that do one one or, or the other and kind of sep- keep it separated. Uh, so uh, I was talking to one of my colleagues this week, and you know. Space is a is a premium in England. We've not got quite as much open space as, as yourself. So you know, maybe having just a tour hire operation suits the building that you're in rather than having all the big stuff. Uh, yeah. So so yeah. So that's kind of yeah. I ended up then moving into the plant hire company, um, and then when I relocated up to the northwest, I w- was working for a UK national uh, that does plant and tool hire. Uh, I was with them for three years uh, before I ended up. Uh, high concept. So it was a total of around about ten years working on high desks for those three different companies. All right. Well, it sounds like you have you have plenty of industry experience. Then um, I do want to clarify one more thing for our American audience yeah. again. When when you say scheme, it doesn't have the negative connotations that it does here in America. Scheming is like almost always in a negative reference, but it's it's exactly what a scheme is, but it just doesn't have that. That stank on it, I guess. No, in the so UK. When did I? When, is that when I was on the? You mentioned a couple of times, like your your builders merchant and like the scheme, and it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it is a it is a plan, and it's a great so the, it's a great I, idea. I guess yeah. You call that program? Would you or uh, Some, something like something that? Something like that. Yeah. Like scheme is the appropriate word for some reason in America it is just always like a negative <laughs> thing. I don't know why. Um. Yeah, we have fun but, with all these with all these words <laughs> trying to get, trying to. We spend probably probably less time now, but in the early days of yeah these big sort of multi, you know product meetings and, and probably other teams yeah trying to explain to each other what uh, what everyone's <laughs> yeah. talking about yeah that's a that's a good dynamic to it. Yep. All right. So you mentioned that after after ten years in the industry, you went to Higher Concept, yep. which is what uh, Point of Rental acquired. So sort of Point of Rental, but also like yeah, it's awkward to explain whenever I'm look, writing these questions. 19 years ago now you you joined us let's say what what brought you here so i was uh yeah i mean i got i got the phone call from 
from Mark, uh, the UK MD, um, who I'd worked with previously um, in, uh, in in two of the uh, higher rental companies that I mentioned. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we'd worked together uh, for, for a while, and and so took took the phone call. He was uh, they were looking for someone. So obviously, you know, back then higher concept was was relatively small. I think I think when I joined, I was the seventh member of staff. Yes. Uh, and I think Mark was uh, doing all the demonstrations and uh, you know for the whole of England, Scotland, and Wales, uh, uh, and albeit a, you know a relatively small plot of land compared to you know what you guys have here in Texas, but it's still yep. uh, it's still big enough that you know to drive all the way around uh, was just becoming too much. So obviously Mark was down in the south, I was up in the northwest. Uh, so you know approached approached me did. Was I interested in uh, coming on and doing uh, doing this, doing the demonstrations that would see me kind of well, all over the place? But it, it meant there was two of us uh, strategically uh, yeah. in, in the UK to to go and do do the demonstrations. Uh, so, so, ba- so basically, Mark was just like, "I'm tired of this." I remember, I remember Dan. He I knows someone up there. Yeah. yeah. Let's, okay. Let's, let's approach him. Yeah, and I'd always I'd always been interested in. Although you know, not not all the te- technicalities, but I'd always been interested in the software and looking to see you know how it does what it does. Uh, so yeah, when he when he when he approached me uh, and I met, we met up, had a had a had a meeting. Uh, I'll say the word interview loosely. It's like most yeah. you know in a hotel bar when he and opened up laptop, showed me syrinx, uh, and I just looked at it thinking. That could have made my life so much easier in some of the in some of the companies I was working at. Um, so yeah, I'll just yeah, just genuinely and, and and I guess I thought I was getting out of the industry. Uh, I mean, all I've done is go across the other side of the counter uh, and 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 now not not be instead of being the person that's that's on the the coal face, if you like, using the software on the front line. You know, the the person that's providing the yeah. uh, the software in the service. So yeah, that's that's. That's how it all started back in uh, 2005. Cool. So th- that's an interesting way of meeting, and it makes a lot more sense since you mentioned that uh, you had worked together previously. Because <laughs> otherwise, just a random call from Mark seems yeah, seems very so strange. I was saying to a colleague just just last night, it's uh, it, this. It was 2004. So uh, no, sorry, 94, 1994. So this is the 30th year of me uh, knowing Mark. Yeah. It's it's kind of a good reminder to, uh, you know, just try to be on your best in general because you never know who like you're gonna run into that's gonna yeah. impact your life later. Yeah, you never if if you can if you can help it, you never never leave on a bad note and uh, yeah. exactly that. Yeah. All right, uh, you've really <laughs> you've really worked at almost all the departments and all the roles since joining Higher Concept, especially you know you start off with seven people. You're generally expected to wear a lot of hats. Um, but is it because the team knows you're capable of handling anything or is it because no one wants to work with you? It's, it's, I hope it's not, <laughs> I hope it's not the latter. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't able to keep a straight face. No. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I just try uh, Yeah. Like I said, I hope it's not the latter. Uh, I just try and get on with the, the problem that's put in front of me and you know yeah like you say when when you're, you're a smaller team and you know you, you have to muck in and do the you do the demonstration but then you know if you have to do the implementation and the training and, and the data then you know you just you just get on and do it and 
uh, you know, and that helped me learn much more about 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 the products and the service and the customers. And you know, even coming from coming from the higher industry doesn't mean you know how every company works. So yeah. you, know, you have to learn. You know, there was a time where we did. Uh, we did four back-to-back crane hire companies who were all independents. They all work together, so they kind of bounce off each other in different areas and help each other out uh, cross-hiring or sub-rent, uh, if you like. Um, and every install was a, was completely different because they all work slightly differently. So it's interesting getting to sort of work, work and see all those dynamics. So, yeah, it's picked up a lot, a lot of knowledge, uh, Obviously, of the software, but more, more, more of the industry, and yeah, just trying to, just trying to keep, kind of keep my hand in in everything. Uh, you can't do everything for everybody, and, and yeah. be and be available <laughs> for everybody. Uh, so obviously, the, the the dynamic of the the, the company and uh, it, it's so much different now with all the with all the different uh, divisions, if you like. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. I'll say it again. I hope it's not the last one. I hope it's just. Uh... All right. So, since you have this experience in all these departments, I want to do a quick round of just like favorite part and least favorite part in, in each of them. So, you did sales for a time. Favorite part of sales and least favorite part? Uh, doing, doing the demos. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Trying, uh, you know, trying to see what people's problems were and trying a solution for that. And, you know, you know, when you show when you show someone a screen or, or or a process in the system and you could just see their their eyes light up and you could see the you know the the, the, the you know the amount of times we saw uh you're talking to somebody and they say, Well, it takes us takes us three days to do our invoicing at the end of the month or and I'm up and I'm up till midnight on a Sunday afternoon. And then you showed them the invoice batch routine, which you know obviously depends on how many there are. But if there's if there's a couple of hundred invoices in, you know that just takes a couple of seconds just to get to that preview stage. And then you know, okay, you got to check them. But uh, you know, you could just see the, the amount of times people just go, "Wow!" Suddenly got my weekend back, or you know, that kind of moment was uh, was great. Um, All right, toughest part of sales. I mean, yeah, I mean the, the hardest part is always getting getting. Getting the sale and getting the uh, getting them to sign on the line because um, you know it's a big, especially some of these smaller companies. It's a, it's a big commitment for them, not just in money, but in in, in time and effort and and and, yeah. and get, getting it up and going. But yes, trying to get some of those across the line. You know, there was some that we tackled where we were demoing. It felt like we were just demoing forever. You know, you, and you know, it takes a, a, a good year or two maybe so to get some of them across the line. Uh, yeah, and, and do you feel like when you're a salesperson, I guess, do you feel, do you take any of that like personally? <laughs> like if you've been talking to someone for a year and then they decide to not go with you, I can imagine, like if it were me, which is part of why I'm not in sales, like I would be like, man, they just, I don't, I don't know what happened. Did they not like me? What? Uh, <laughs> I, I Did know, I do I, something wrong? I know what you're saying. Uh, I, I, and I guess one thing we always strived to find out was, or try and find out was, well, what was that? Why? Why did you not sign for us? Was it because you didn't like Dan, or was it because you didn't like the software, or was it because it was too, too much money, or was it just too yeah. big of a commitment? Because um, because if you don't know that, you can't really do anything. You know, if it is me, then yeah. I, I can do something <laughs> about it, right? And yeah. uh, um, I can't. You know, there's certain things you can't do anything about. But 
Sometimes I think you, you probably do. I think, I think it's inevitable. I think you yeah. wouldn't be human if we didn't, uh, if you couldn't put some emotion, attach some emotion to it. Uh, but sometimes, you know, some, some things. But, but some no things one ever said, but no one ever said it was Dan. I, I, <laughs> or did they? I don't think so. Okay. I hope not. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite and least favorite thing about doing demos? It sounds like it was like that yeah, moment. I mean, that the, 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 it was more of a demo role. We weren't really called salespeople. We were called account managers. And the demo in was the kind of the sale, you know, the, the actual chasing up of the sales was done back then by uh, by the sales director. So okay. it was more it was more about the demos and getting in front of, in front of people, which, which if anything, probably took the pressure off because I wasn't, you know, wasn't really there to talk about pound notes, you know. It yeah. was, uh, this is, like I said, solution. It, you know, let me try and show you what I what we believe could could make your life better. Okay, we'll skip that one since it's the same as it's the, the sales same. one. Uh, for implementation, what's your favorite and least favorite? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess same some, concept. So, so same concept, similar things. Yeah, so you know, when you actually start showing them and training them and 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 showing you know how this is going to work and then you can see them getting it and yeah this and you know especially if you go back the you know i don't know an hour later or the day later or a month later whatever and you can see them actually doing it and you can see big differences that's uh, that, that that was good uh obviously the you know hard work with implementation is uh it's probably been the same forever and probably will be the same forever and it's just the frustration of the time of getting the information out of people at times because you know if they're trying to do their gather their data for example you know, if you've not if they've not got it in a way that you can just extract it from their their system uh then and they've got to get it you know they've still got a full-time job to do unless they've got someone coming in and you know an intern or, or junior or whatever to help them uh that that can that can sometimes that can be very frustrating and you know and, and, and i've i know that pain is still felt today by yeah. by, by all the teams and there's Sometimes there's not really a lot you can do about it. Yep, it's like it's one of those things where it's like we we want to help you move along, but that, we can't. <laughs> yeah, we need you to help us to help you, kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, product definitely is going to have some different answers, right? So, what's your favorite thing about working in product, and your and your least favorite or most challenging thing? So it's uh, yeah, it's been it, it's been interesting. Obviously, you know, we didn't wasn't really a product department per se until. You know, a, a number of years ago, uh, you know, before, before, before uh, lockdown, um, but yeah, that's evolved uh, massively, um, and 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 all, and you know, filling all these positions, it's, it, it it's it's good uh, in terms of, like I said before, you know, where we can see these things moving along, and then you know, and uh, some things move along faster than others, some things are. are, are move along slow because it's a matter of sheer work uh but it's good to see you know things coming together um you know we've obviously got more teams with the pay and mobile and uh, as well as the the, the core rms products uh but yes it's it, it's it's a it's a good vibe uh in the team uh and, and the larger r d team so it's uh it's it's going well all right. It's yeah. I think you know. I think some of the some of the hard work uh, has been you know getting getting to the getting to this point. But you know, it's obviously For there's sure. people come in. Um, you know, the teams have grown. The 
teams have kind of stabilised, but obviously that's kind of taken quite a time to get to. So it's kind of felt felt a bit tough at times, but uh, but feels like we're, feels like we're getting it feels like we're there or we're getting there. Yeah, I was going to say, I, just having worked with products like tangentially, it feels like there's a lot more of like, okay, we have stuff in place now. Yeah. Now there's, let's just there, now there, we can move. There's definitely structure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know where. Yeah, where, where where it was growing, you know, it was it takes time, doesn't it? Everything, everything's going to take time to, to to get in there, but yeah, it definitely definitely feels like we're on the right path. Yeah, I mean, when you're growing as a person or as an organization, you're you're trying stuff that you haven't done before, and you're not going to be great at the beginning. But it seems like we've started to like figure out, hey, these are the things that work; these are the things that don't work; yeah. these are the things that will work for us moving forward. And, and I think that's always been the case, even you know, even back in the high concept days when there was. Um, you know, there were smaller company, but you know, we still had people, and they were, n- you know, never, never scared to just go put the brakes on that. It's not working. Let's just rewind it, and you know, let's look at let's look at what's going wrong, and let's let, let's look. Let's, you know, rather than just continuing down this path uh, that's wrong. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it 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 feels like that. You know, even though this is a much bigger organization <laughs> now, it still feels like we you can we can still do that. Uh, yeah. You know, we're not got. We're, we're being. You know, you've got people that want results. That's 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 fine. But you're not. It's not a dictatorship that. Uh, yeah. You know, we can we can grow and evolve uh, nicely. Yep. Okay. Before we get into your non-professional life, we want to play a game. We'll call it McKenya or McKenna. Uh, if you agree with the statement or it's true, say McKenya. And if you disagree with it, say McKenna. You understand the rules of the game, right? Okay. All right, yeah or McKenna, you like singing. You're a singing in the shower guy. McKenna, no, that's definitely not singing in the shower. Okay, well then I guess I won't ask you your favorite song. No. To sing. <laughs> All right, McKenna or McKenna, you've cheated at a board game. McKenna, I can't think of. We're not a big board game uh, fan. Okay. I'm not, not a big big. I'm not a big board game player, but. Uh, Certainly can't think of a time that okay. we cheated. Are you a card game may, guy? May, or, maybe, or, or maybe trying play? to get out of the uh, endless. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, when you're playing Monopoly or something like that, and you, yeah. you've known who's winning this game for an hour previous, and you've still got another hour. So maybe, <laughs> maybe cheated to get out of the, uh, okay. the the monotony of just carrying on playing it, even though you, you know who the eventual winner is going to be. Yeah, I don't think I call that cheating. I think that's just like you know, knowing when to hold them, knowing when to hold them, <laughs> and just being like, now nah, we're done. Uh, okay, uh, McKenya or McKenna, you've told an outrageous lie to a child. McKenya. Okay. Yeah. So we. You, uh, you got a best example here. Yeah, we told uh, we told our boy that when the ice cream van came down the road, if if the tune was playing, if the song was playing, that's because they'd run out of ice cream. Uh, that's a good one. I like that. One. And uh, so we moved in 2019. So was it? He'd have been 11, uh, and he came down. Uh, it was a blistering hot summer that day, uh, or that, that year. Uh, ice cream van came down the road. He, he he asked could he do so. We gave him some money off. He went, he got, got an ice cream, and he came back. And then about half an hour later, he realized the music was on. And we, and we just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> like, we got away with this for so long. <laughs> Oh, you did, you weren't able to. You were so surprised by it, you weren't able to pull off. You're like, oh, I didn't know that they changed that because 
I mean, when when we were getting ice cream, <laughs> no. that's how it really we, was. We just we just gave we just gave in that we we, we yeah. I, I mean, yeah. From when he started asking, I don't know when that would be three or four. I think that's a pretty good run to get to eleven years of uh, yeah of, of that life. Save so much money in in ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, McKen yeah or McKen nah. You prefer working from home to working at the office. It seems like you are not actually close to the office. Uh, McKen, yeah, because of that, yeah. I, I, I live uh, I live about 210 miles away from the office, so that would not be a nice daily commute. No, that uh, sounds really bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, McKen, yeah, or McKen, nah, you have an embarrassing name or a nickname that you hate. Uh, McKen, nah, I, I've never had a nickname. Um Okay, we'll have to workshop some some nicknames for you and yeah. try to come up with. Something. If someone comes up with one, then as long as it's not too offensive, I'm happy to roll with it. But no, I've never never had a nickname. All right. So, what excites you about the future? James Morley told me to ask you this one, and I'm not sure if he means that we're talking about at point of rental or just in general. So, I'll let you decide how it's supposed to be answered. Uh, I'm not sure what the reference is there from uh, from James. Makes me worried what we were talking about uh, earlier in the week. Uh, I mean, yeah, just, just I mean, work wise, it's yes, it's just like I said. We it feels like you know we're on we're on this this good path. It's uh, we've got loads out of this week uh, being all together. So yeah, I think that's it's exciting to get some. Uh, Get somewhere, get something out. Um, obviously, you know we've been working hard on uh, getting Syrinx three six five out the door. You know, uh, it's been it's been a, a lot of work from from a lot of people. So it's going to be good uh, to see that progress and, and 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 get out there this year. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited about that over in marketing too. Uh, all right, Sarah says I need to ask you about your dog Ruby. Why? That probably tells me I, I go on about my dog Ruby too much <laughs> to, to, to Sarah. Uh, what kind of dog is Ruby? So Ruby is a cockapoo. Okay. Uh, we we called her Ruby uh, Ruby Red Dog because she was red when we got her. Uh, she now just doesn't look red at all because every cut she just gets a slightly lighter shade. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Sarah knows. Uh, you know the the. How, how much the dog means to me so uh yeah it's uh you know it's a we have the hour you know the the the, the hour-long walk every every lunchtime it's a it's a critical not critical but it's, <laughs> it's a big part of my day and uh you know and yeah just just getting out there and, and walking with her so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good to get home and see see her tomorrow okay um I was going to ask if if Ruby ever comes to the office over there, but it seems like with a two hundred ten mile commute, you probably she sometimes comes to my office uh, okay. in in my garden office. Uh, yeah, especially if I've got something that smells and tastes uh, nice, uh, she'll she'll come up and beg beg for some uh, some of my ham sandwich or whatever I'm eating. But... So if anyone's on like a Google Meet with you, they might happen to see her. If that's been a long time since. Uh, uh, she, she actually came up. She, I did used to bring her up to the office and she sat down, but yeah, there was one day uh, something happened and she was just stood at the door barking like mad. And so uh, that was that was pre-lockdown when it became the norm that there would be uh, children or animals in, in, in shot all the time. So yeah. no, now she just stays down in the house and uh, practically sleeps all day. So uh, she, she, I think you know, we're all happy with that arrangement. I was, was going to say, she knows how to live life. All right. Uh, I know a lot of the UK office are cat people. Does this ever result in any uh, any arguments between between you? 
No, not not, not arguments. No, I think uh, I think most people, uh, especially in the, we got quite a few cat people in the in the dev team, uh, and I'm not a cat person. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm actually allergic to cats and dogs. Believe it or not, so, so mm. that's why we got a dog that I wasn't allergic to. Doesn't molt and uh, I take antihistamines, but. Uh, my mum and dad have cats, uh, and it's been a long-term belief for me that all the cats are plotting against us to try and kill us. So, uh, oh, okay. So, <laughs> but this doesn't cause any arguments. <laughs> it, that's that's why they like the cats is because they are plotting to get rid of us. Okay, I also hear you're into camping. So for whatever reason, like when I think England, I don't think camping. Um, so how'd you get into that? Why, why do you not think camping? Because of the weather? Just Maybe. And I, there's just, I only really think of like the cities or, or going between the cities. And it's like, I've, I've been to England. I've seen that there is actually like plenty of like areas that would make sense to camp, but I, it just never really occurred to me. Yeah. It, 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 it's big. It's big. It's big in the UK. Uh, it definitely became a lot bigger during lockdown when no one could go anywhere. So they did uh, invest in tents, but uh, I mean, I, I I'd been camping for for a lot of my life when I was in the in the the Boy Scouts in you know in Germany. We went camping a lot uh, as a family. We've been doing it for about ten years uh, now. Um, we go camp, camping a couple of times a year normally. Um, we just came back. What are we? Twelve days. So we just came back uh, eleven days ago. We went for a group New Year camp. Uh, I think there was nineteen of us in total across seven tents. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we do we do quite a lot of camping and we we like camping it's probably we always you know it's it's great we just we'll just get on sleep well you know it saves I'm, a lot on hotels yeah. it saves a lot on hotels uh it's just a lot of stuff to move around and uh set up and get away yeah. and uh but yeah we've we've got a, a, a good setup now when you know we know what we're doing uh so yeah it, uh it's it's a big Big, big part of our life. So. So, so your family's into it. It's not a case where I know in in American media we have like this this uh, trope of you know the dad just dragging everyone out to yeah. go camping and everyone else is like ah, I don't really like this. But your no. family is no. So yeah, definitely they're, they're 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 all into it. In fact, it was my uh, wife's idea to get our first family tent. She she suggested that I there was a like a family based festival a bit arty crafty if you like mm-hmm. that I take my son to uh so I, I, I was up for that thinking we'll just get a little two-man tent and then my wife suddenly decided she wanted to get involved so we ended up getting a bigger tent uh straight away and then and then we did we did do that and then uh we just kept growing and growing and growing and uh getting getting all the gear that that suited us uh but no, I mean, last year I took my son camping. We took our bikes. We just went down into the Peak District, and just he was the one that wanted to go. And then uh, it was, you know, about seven years ago. We got a phone. I got a message from a, a, a camper. They only knew through Facebook and a camping group. And she just sent me a message saying, "Did you want to come camping at New Year?" Uh, this was up in the north east of England, on the right on the coast. So. Um, pretty cold and blowy up there at new year and so i messaged my wife and she messaged me back almost instantaneously and said oh that sounds fun i was like okay i was expecting there to be a few more swear words in there uh but no she just came back so no those two uh absolutely love it and uh yeah we'll carry on awesome 
I understand you're also an athletics coach. Is were you into athletics as a kid, or is this something that you've like discovered that you're into, you know, later? Uh, I mean, I was never really into. I did. I did a bit of athletic you know, sports day and stuff like that. And we did cross country running. Uh, never really enjoyed it. Uh, I was more into cycling and uh, football, uh, soccer. Yeah, cross country running doesn't seem like it's designed to be enjoyed. No, no, it. Uh, we did it once at school when it was in Germany. We had a Russian wind come across and it froze everything down to like minus seventeen. Uh, no, that sounds terrible. And then they sent us out cross country running uh, on on the Wednesday, which was which was actually the soldiers' PT day. Uh, and all the dads went mental at the school because actually the soldiers were told they weren't allowed to go out running because it was too cold. Uh, and then all the children got sent out uh, anyway. So, uh, so no, that wasn't much fun. Uh, so yeah, I grew up um, watching, uh, you know, like like cycling uh, and football. Uh, but I always had a an interest in watching athletics. Uh, so my wife and I used to go to Crystal Palace and watch the athletics events. Uh, some of the big world stars there um so we always enjoyed that um and then when my son came along and he was just a he's just like a tasmanian devil he was just full of energy and so we we were we were very keen to get him into a running club um and he's i think he'll be there nine years now um was this a case of like you're just like please use this energy for something productive yeah, yeah, just okay. just run around that track as much as you can until <laughs> right. uh, until uh, until you were worn out. So, because there was only so much of that, and taking him to the sort of play center things at the, uh, uh, at the weekend, we 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 could handle. So, uh, yep. so yeah, so that's that that was that was him in there, uh, and then I the more the, the more involved I got with the club, so I joined the committee. So I'm on the committee there for for a number of years now. And then I just happened to get into uh, into coaching, um, and so uh, did my uh, did the first course I did, uh, which my son's done, and then I did my uh, UK Athletics Level One coaching assistant. So that's the qualification I've got now, which basically means uh, I can uh, I, I can coach juniors on 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 the track on track and field. So. Uh, so that's what we do, and I set my first, the set my own first group up on a Monday night. Um, in fe- we started in February two thousand and twenty. Um, we did, we did, <laughs> what, a, what we an did, amazing time! We did three, we did three weeks. I set the WhatsApp group up for yeah, I'll let you know what's going on, and then we all know what happened yeah right after that and then that was the end of that for 18 months or whatever it ended up being so uh yeah but then we've come back and uh so yeah kind of involved in two groups uh i have my group of uh of juniors and then i i don't coach but i assist the lead coach on my son's my son's group that he that, that, that he's in so that keeps us busy it's two that's two hours on a monday and then we do a hill session on a wednesday uh with with, with my son's group uh so yeah, it's good fun. It's uh, can be hard work on a Monday in the winter on the track when you just sat stood around freezing cold, four scale winds. Uh, yeah, the, the weather definitely makes it. It tests how much you want it. Yeah, I'd say. yeah, but it's very yeah, it, it's very rewarding. And then seeing you know my athletes 
competing for the club, sticking the vest on and, you know, going out running at whatever event it is uh, or jumping or, or throwing, whatever it be. Uh, it's, uh, it's very rewarding. It's, uh, it's very good. It was a big, important part of, part of my life now. And I didn't realize when lockdown came, uh, I think the realization of how of the it's not just going to be the two weeks that Boris told us it was going to be that it's going to be actually quite a bit longer than that. Yeah. It, it suddenly became a realization of hang on these the, the 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 sessions on the track with these kids is a big part and just how much I missed that uh, yep. in lockdown was was just incredible. All right, what's something people misunderstand about you? Misunderstand. Has anyone ever come up to you like a, a while after knowing you and saying, you know, I thought you were like this at first, but actually. Uh, I, th I think a lot of people sometimes struggle to tell whether I'm being sarcastic or not. I could be very sarcastic. And, I was going to uh, say that's a, that's a pretty common theme within a lot of our yeah. uh, development team, at least. I don't, I mean, I don't, I, I've had two comments this week that, uh, Having met these people for the first time and second time, uh, you were actually how we expected you to be. Uh, yeah. Which, so I, I try not to be something <laughs> I'm not. So, uh, yeah. life's hard enough, isn't it? Without trying to trying to pretend to be something and uh, keep yeah. up a keep up another elaborate lie. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like I'm not I'm not that good an actor. <laughs> no. All right. Do you have any questions for me? You get exactly one. Uh, don't think so. All right. Perfect. Uh, normally we would do a give me five, but we are we're taking we're running through time, so I'm gonna skip through straight to the five important questions. Five important questions. Five important, five questions. important important questions. Five important questions. Number one, what would you say is your greatest success in life? Let's start off with a light one. Um, is it probably a little bit? cliche to say that having you know having having my son and bringing him up and uh it is very cliche to say but you can go on and say he's uh, you know and he, he's he's just turned 16 uh and it's great to see him developing and and you know where he is and you know with his college uh school life and going into college life he's got He's got aspirations of what he wants to do when he when he finishes college and university. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been tough uh, for, for for many reasons, but uh, it's yeah. I think we're, you know both myself and my wife are very proud of uh, of where he is. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things. Like even it's a cliche for a reason. Like when you have a kid and and seeing their success, it's like so much more impactful than any success like you've actually had yeah yeah okay what is your greatest fear now greatest fear <laughs> it's got to be without a shadow of a doubt spiders okay you're another spiders fear guy all right well luckily you are across an entire ocean from lauren so you won't have to worry too much about them hopefully yeah and i seem to have grown a a, a a suffering of vertigo as well, which uh, makes going to the UK office and their staircase where they've got a suspended staircase around the top bit is just oh, freaky. That, that doesn't sound great. No, it's not a great experience <laughs> when the lift breaks there. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you could tell first day at Point of Rental or first day at Higher Concept, Dan, one piece of advice, what would you tell him? 
first day, I still remember that day a lot. Probably just stop worrying. It's all going to be okay. <laughs> You're going to last yeah. longer than two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is your most embarrassing moment as a pointer? Ooh. There's got to be one, but I can't think of one. Mm. Well, sorry you've been sentenced to death because not having a most embarrassing moment is now punishable by death. Uh, it's a weird international law. I'm sorry. But you do get to choose a last meal. So what is your last meal? Remember, would, you don't have to worry about calories. You don't have to worry about yeah, health. You don't, it's it's the last thing you're I, having. I think normally it's going to default to pizza. Okay. Pizza's a good one. You, any particular toppings or... This won't go down well with a lot of people, but I normally have ham and pineapple when I'm at home. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm perfectly okay with pineapple on pizza, and I feel like it's one of those internet things where no one actually hates it that much. Oh, like, I know people that do hate it, and they tell <laughs> me about it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Just, yeah, I, I probably... Yeah, again, back, backs up that, that, that first day answer. Don't worry so much. Things are going to work out. Yeah. Well, I feel like that fear is kind of good in that it, like, helps fuel your... It, 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 can, it, can, it can help, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it can also be... I, I, I would agree with that one. If you could change one thing at point of rental, what would it be? This Ooh. is like a snap change, not a, like, overtime change. Four-day week. All right, I like. I that think one. I answered that last time you asked me. <laughs> that, that one's not, that one is a good good answer. Uh, what is your spirit spice? Your spirit spice. It's kind of like a spirit animal, but uh, what what spice embodies your essence? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah i i'll make I won't make a British food joke there. So uh, tell me a secret about Point of Rental. I don't know any secrets. You don't? You've been here for like 19 years. Yeah. Um, I don't know any secrets. Okay. It seems like you're more into keeping secrets rather than uh, telling them. So uh, what's something, whether relating to our software or not, that you could teach a three to five minute class about on video? There's uh, there's so much to do. So many, so much in the software. Uh, it doesn't have to be the software. It could be something like teach people how to run faster i don't i don't know what uh <laughs> what your specialty is within athletics i oh the, the one one thing i do work really hard on with my group is uh and people underestimate it is is the warm-up so i would yeah no, all right let's let, let, let's, <laughs> let's do a warm-up uh let's do a warm-up video and then everybody can uh can can, can work to the standard all right uh well, that was all the questions I had. That was that was the rest of the, the five important questions. So you made it through. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Dan, for chatting today. Uh, thanks also to Andrew Sherrington for editing this thing by the time it gets to that. Uh, in case some of the graphics come from Daria Tucker, uh, thanks to her as well. And to everyone who made it to this point with us, thank you for listening out there. Uh, please rate, subscribe, and do whatever you need to do to make this thing continue to exist. And we'll keep the porch light burning for you.